Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with the boys, the three amigos. How you doing, Matt? I'm super excited to be here, Mike. Those last two are a lot of fun. Yeah, data, data, data. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Dion, how are you? Howdy. I'm doing great. Ready for round three. Awesome. So what I thought we would do here is we would, you know, we do a lot for the audience. We talk about writing better deals where I'm writing below list. So what I thought we could do is we would talk about the last offers or if we've got anything in contract, the last thing we've done. Because again, I think it's important to realize for folks that watch us to realize we really do this thing mm-hmm. and we're really putting money to work, you know, as often as we can. So uh, Matt, why don't we go to you first? What do you, uh, what do you got going on? What's the last thing you've been a part of? I got something under contract this Tuesday night. So, um, okay. Very cool. Contract not closed. Yes. No, I understand. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just some basic questions first. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing on market the way you said it. Yep. On market. Yep. It was on market and, uh, almost missed it. I was late in doing my homework. And uh, so I missed the open house. Oh, so, so yeah. it have been a listed a while. Well, so they had, they literally put it out there Friday night. Okay. I did my homework Friday morning. Mm. They had it out there Friday night, but for some weird or Friday afternoon, for some weird reason, they did open house tomorrow. Okay. So like, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't do my homework in the morning. I did oh. it at night. Saturday and so night. It's okay. Saturday night. It's like eight 30 after my kids are in bed. Mrs. Ah. Lumberjack's asleep. I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh no. How did I miss that? I was like, this is a really good deal. So this, this is actually an interesting point. A lot of times I, people, I don't know why they fight me. They're like, Michael, I'm going to give you four hours on Saturday. This is an example of why you don't do that. It's 20 yeah. minutes a day. Yeah. I just uh, bought that property out from under you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and oh, by the way, you didn't even know it was there. Yes, uh, exactly. So, okay. So it was on the MLS. You did your work Friday, Saturday, 24 hour yeah. window. You missed Yep. Uh, you see it, you're excited. Yep. What do you do? Call my agent. Call agent. Yeah. So it's what time of night is this? It's like nine o'clock. Oh, okay. So not crazy. It's fine. fine. No, at nine o'clock. I was, I mean, your wife was asleep. I thought it was like yeah. 1130 or something. No, no. She's in the middle of like 830. No, yeah. Okay. She's, right. yeah, she's the life of the party. All right. Um, cool. So yeah, nine o'clock, call the agent, said, hey, I want to see this. He goes, hey, I saw this today with another buyer. I was like, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> you didn't call me. I go, what the hell? You didn't send it to me. He goes, I didn't think you'd want this one. I was like, stop thinking. It's my, it's That's my, my job. Of, yeah. It's my kind of property. So he's like, all right. He goes, I'll text them in the morning and see if I can get you in. Text them in the morning. They wouldn't let me in. Ooh. They wouldn't let me in. So I said to him, I go, listen, you know how I look at properties. So this is an agent that I've been working with for like eight years. Mm-hmm. When he got out of college, he had worked with me before college, worked with me during college, and then got out and got his, and got his license. Mm-hmm. And so 
I taught him how I look at properties. Okay. So now he looks at properties largely the same way and he's become a landlord. Nice. So I said to him, I said, so did you look at it the way that I look at it? He goes, yeah, absolutely. I go, what do we need to look at here? He goes, honestly, pretty straightforward. It's two lot, two houses, same lot. It's a four bed on the first, four bedroom apartment on the first floor, three bedroom apartment on the second floor. And then it has a separate building that has two one bedrooms in it and they all have garage space. Oh, wow. It's pretty unique. Okay. Pretty unique. All right. Um, so, uh, okay. Yep. So he's like, they're not going to let you in. So if you're going to write an offer, you're going to have to go blind. And I go, okay, fine. And I said, listen, I said, you looked at, I said, cause I always look at the same five things. I look at the roof. I look at the heating system. I look at things. I look at the structural, you know, how bad's the structural. I look at windows um, and then just general care, general mm-hmm. care. Um, and so he kind of looked at those things. Uh, and he said, he said, honestly, he's like three out of five of those are in actually pretty good shape and have been replaced recently. He's like one of those probably you've got, which was the, which was, um, uh, general care it's owned by an estate now. And so it wasn't really well taken care of. And so just behind on some maintenance. Um, and so we went through it. He goes, yeah, three out of five things you're really good on one of them. eh, And then the other one, eh, which was, oh, tenants, uh, tenants paying. Okay. Um, making sure that they're still paying. So three out of the four are paying. One is not, not an issue, whatever. Okay. So uh, it was listed for three sixty five. Okay. The rents total. The rents total were. Um, uh, they were just. They were. Uh, the rents total were about forty forty two hundred. Were the rents total? Okay. That's so 365 listed for listed for 365, 4,200 is the total on rents. So that's existing rents. What do you think rents could be pretty easily? 6,200. Oh, like wow. breaking sticks, like breaking sticks, 6,200. 6,200 is the section eight number. Oh, wow. That's not even market. Market's like 68 or seven. All right. So this was a, a agent who priced it for existing rents, probably a yeah. fair number at 4,200. Uh, yeah, about, she's probably a little bit off, but, but not. Yeah. One of the little things that I do is I look up the agent. So I did my research on the agent. Mm. She sold one duplex or greater in the last two years. I was Gosh. like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Doesn't know it. Yeah. Nope, okay. Doesn't know what she's selling. All right. So now it's Sunday. Yep. What do you do? Uh, do the math. I do the math. And I say, what kind of a return do I want? Okay. And so I got jealous. I got greedy. It's the way it goes. So I said to my broker, I said, all right, 365. I said, somebody out there is going to be lazy and they're going to do the math and they're going to think that they weren't lazy, but then right. they're going to be lazy. They're going to offer 50, 50 grand over. That's what they're going to offer. Somebody's going to offer 415, no inspections. We'll get the deal done. Okay. And I said, so the way I see it, I have to beat that 415 number. And okay. I said, and honestly, based on what my comps are, it's worth 495. Oh, all day long. This thing's worth 495. Okay. All day long. All right. So I said to him, I said, let's write it up. We're going to write it up for uh, 400. And I said to make sure that we don't get instantly ignored, but we're right. going to write it for four. And I said, we're going to do an escalator clause, $5,000 above the next highest offer up, up to, to 420 because I believe somebody's going to get lazy. Okay. And he's like, yeah, cool. And I said, no inspections because you walked it and I've seen the property. I know what it is. It's good enough for me. And I said, and I don't need a financing contingency because 
we're in position where we can write that check if we need to. Hmm. So we did that. Um, they met, uh, we had a deadline. We submitted the offer at 11, 10 Monday morning mm -hmm. and their deadline was noon. And then they notified us late that night that they were going to accept our offer. But we wrote in our escalation clause that we would need proof of offer. Sure. So we needed proof of the other offer. Mm -hmm. So we actually got proof of the other offer. 415 max. So you did have to go to 420. I had to go to 420, but it was 415 max. I guessed exactly right. All right. So this is a kind of a resident. So still you're looking to get a residential loan. So fourplex, four units. Yep. Yep. Uh, you've already know your bankers. Are they doing 25s or they want 30% down these days? So 25 down. Okay. Five, seven, five. Huh? That's the interest okay. rate. It's not bad yeah. today. I mean, 30, I, I'm in 30, the sixes. Yeah. So. 30 year fixed. Uh, definitely 30 year fixed. 30 year fixed, five, seven, five, 25% down. What's the budget for make ready? 10, 15? Yeah. So I think I have uh, 20,000 bucks in there for make ready. Okay. So Which 5K, is a little bit, little bit 5, high. Yeah. 5K, 5K, exactly. 5k unit. All right. Um, that, that either lets me upgrade things or repair things. So, right. but all the big stuff systems, all that stuff is good. Um, so when it's all said and done, I will be at, um, cause I can even finance that 20 sure. because the number's so good. So I can even finance that 20 if I want to. Um, and so, uh, all in with taxes. Uh, so PITI, principal interest taxes insurance. I am uh, 2667. Nice. And we'll be at 6200 within six months. Yeah. So your, your yield is going to be 30 ish, 28, 30%, something like that. I think it's, I think it's 40 something. Oh, geez. And you have 70K in instant equity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, well I, th I think anyway, we'll see what it appraises out for, but based on what I've seen and, and what I else I've bought. Yeah. You know, even better was my banker. I said, Hey, she bought a property and it was about five or six months ago. I said, have prices gone up or gone down since then? She goes, they've definitely gone up. Okay. I'm buying a four unit that has two more bedrooms than your four unit. And I'm paying $20,000 less. Nice. And bedrooms drive rent. So of course. Yeah. Yeah. So very excited for this deal. Nice. This that's uh that's people doing the work. Again, daily discipline, buy box, uh, knowing your market. Just so much in that just speaks to what we do every day. So congratulations. Almost missed it too. Oh you would have kicked yourself. I would have had the case of the pukies. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have been good. I would have yeah. just not not yeah, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. So Dion, this is your first go around for a market shift and change. I know you've been doing some good deal structures and be getting creative. What's the last thing you offered on? So first I would like to cover a couple of things with Matt's deal sure. here. Yeah. Um, that's a great return. It takes doing the work. It, it takes doing it every day and being ready for it, knowing your numbers. Mm -hmm. You found it on the MLS, which no one can do, right? Everyone says you can't do that anymore. It's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. No good deals on the MLS. Rents. Yeah. Current rents is what a lot of investors will say you have to use. No, you understand where you'll be able to get the rents to in the timeline that works for you. Yep. And the return is so good. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that you live in a part of the world that isn't meant for human habitation five <laughs> months out of the year, I would invest there too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a little too close to where all the Stephen King books are based, but yes. other than that, I mean, that's a killer deal. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, super thrilled. Thanks for saying it's awesome. I love it. I mean, the bigger thing is, is that anybody else could have done that deal. 
and people are so resistant, right? The market's crashing, the market's crashing, don't overpay. Somebody I know will tell me that I overpaid and I will keep on sending them pictures of my $4,000 a month of profit or $3,000 a month of profit and say, I make more on this house than it costs me every month. And that's, and that's what people don't understand. So I knew far more than the agent did. She had one deal like this in the last two years. She drastically underpriced it. And people do have a certain resistance, especially in that price range. They do have a certain resistance to overpaying. But I let the math dictate what my offer should be. And then understanding the psychology of the people I'm going to be up against, lazy. They generally speaking did the numbers. They added 50,000. It's like, no one's going to buy this for 50,000 over. I'll pay 55. And so literally, if people are thinking that in a pricing strategy and you're in something like that where the numbers make that much sense, don't do 50. Do 55. Is the extra $5,000 potentially worth it for you? And do it with an escalator. Do it with proof. Do it in creative ways that ensure had they only gone to 400, then I'd have paid 405. But I lost nothing. Like the extra 15,000 bucks that it cost me is immaterial. It doesn't matter. And yeah. the, the rate, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I hope people, that's where I want to take away of this. Because again, we've been doing deals for so long. We did rates in the threes and the fours. Now you're paying five and three quarters. Yeah. Like, I don't care what the rate is. Yep. Co- cost of capital is cost of capital. Let's go. 100%. Yeah. All right, Dan, what you got? So I am looking at a couple that I looked at just before we started recording today that I might dive into deeper to make a couple of offers. My most recent offer that I'm still hopeful for that I need to check back out on. They listed at one, 1,030,000. It's a fourplex, three bedroom, two bath, each unit in the area. Area average rents around 22. So I factored at 2,000. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little less. When I run the numbers, I'll get it there easily. Right now, rents are around 13. Oh. So there's a lot, of, a lot of room to move. Wow. Um, binder strategy alone would get me to the 2,000. 1,900 to 2,000 on the low end. Mm. Real quick. That's what been are, my track what- record. What section, what section eight or housing numbers in your, in that area? 22. 22 is the number. That's the one that's in the area that you got the other one to raise to 22. Correct. Same area. Okay. So, so decent rents, but I always calculate my numbers a little lower to, to, to pad that. They don't have garages. So it's one, one thing that's missing off my, my wish, my, my list of things. It's side-by-side units. So it checks that box off. It, it has washer dryer hookups. That's more than two bedrooms. It just doesn't have the garage. It's the only thing it's missing. There's plenty of parking. Uh, listed at 1,030,000. Makes sense to me at 990. That is my upper limit above that. I don't get my yield. Not worth pursuing. I wait <clears throat> until it hits 11 days on market, which would not have happened two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. I make the offer of 990. The seller came back with, we need to net a million. And I responded with my offer is still 990. Uh, I'll check again in a week. But my, you know, if rates go up, my price comes down. Then a few days later, because I'm I'm snippy, I sent back, if you really wanted to net a million, you should have sold in December. To kind of <laughs> remind them that rates have changed in the last three months. I won't go over the number that makes sense to me. And as yeah, days on market are piling up, I guarantee my 990 is starting to look more and more attractive to that seller. Well, that and and what I would do in that situation is I'd write another offer at 980 or something just to show you're serious. I would, you, you, people, buyers, investors, you have crazy amount 
of power today. Most of you haven't been through what I have been through. You have the power. It is going on the other shoe. Some sellers will always tell you to F off. That is wish pricing. They won't sell. Who cares? You want to find the seller who is already mentally sold. Those people are going, well, we need to met, we need to net a million. A couple of weeks later, like, could we really take 950? And I don't know their situation. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. Yeah. Write the offer a, where it makes sense. I got an F off on Tuesday. Yeah, it happens all the time. How's yeah. that? If your offer is not embarrassed, if your offer, you're not embarrassed by your offer, you're you're paying too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's next? Well, next is hunting for the next deal. And like I, I suggest to all of the investors that we talk to, watch days on market. Yeah, yeah. Me it's, too. it's the first time that metric is starting to really matter in several years. Yeah, I didn't look at days on market for at least two or three years. Uh, it is now the only metric I look at. I will not evaluate a deal in my market till it's over 15 days. Yeah, because again, if it, if it goes in the first five, it wasn't going to be for me, me anyway, because I'm a cheap right. son of a gun, especially when markets roll over, I get even cheaper. I don't need every deal. I need three deals, right? So mm -hmm. that's very cool. So we got- What do uh, your current offers look like, Mike? So actually right now I am basically fishing. So I'm doing direct marketing to sellers, right? I'm sending postcards. My team is doing that. I had to add them on a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're trying to, we are trying to, or I am marketing to owners who've bought during the last crash are obviously older, right? And I'm basically saying, do you remember the last crash? Why don't you sell at peak pricing? That's basically my message. And I'm offering to buy their entire portfolio. So that's my direct marketing. I'm spending about 800 bucks a month on that right now. But as far as the deal goes, I am getting really close to actually breaking ground on my ADU. We had one hiccup left. So, I in, so I'm invested in Fresno. There's a part of town called Tower, which is just a wonderful place to invest. Um, Fresno, generally speaking, is easy to do ADUs. Tower District is like, I don't know, like an old town. Yeah. In your area, they have their own little special rules and stuff. Sure. It's not a big footprint, but like, if you want to play there, you got to pay, you got to play by the rules. So I had to, I had to add a, I don't know, whatever they're called over, a, over the back door. I had to, a, a, I don't know, an awning or whatever that freaking thing's called. And I had to lower the pitch 18 inches, which means I had to have the engineers re-engineer the structure, right? The roof. And uh, we just got that done last week. It's now in front of them. We are expecting, knock on wood, final approval next week. Uh, I will be paying cash for the build. I'll be, because I've been waiting for this for six months. Uh, I may refi out. I don't know yet. I'll keep everybody informed, but uh, I will definitely build this. I will not be doing my second ADU in the tower district. I will, I've learned that mistake. <laughs> but I will have an approved plan that I could rinse and repeat in other parts of town. So uh, I have a list of 11 properties I might do that in. So I'm definitely going to, it's just on my bucket list to, to build something. So that's the big thing for me. And again, I get, I'll get 10% all day long on my money, even though I pay cash. So it's not even with debt, 10%. How much, how much are you into it? And you haven't put a shovel in the ground yet? <laughs> Sorry, had to ask. 5,700, I think. No, you're not that light. Really? No, I think it's, yeah, I think it's 50. Well, no, I'm, there's no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting another, I haven't paid for the new re-engineering. So that just happened. So yeah, it might be eight grand. All right. But that's so far fine. the checks are 5,700 yeah, <laughs> and not, I haven't done anything. Yeah. It's not horrible. That's no, it's not, horrible. not, no, it, but it's, I was told this was 90 days and we're at eight months. So no, no. I'm, I'm annoyed, <laughs> but no. oh, by the way, lumber's down. So that's good. 
Lumber's down fifty percent. Exactly, lumber's in half. I may, um, I may have won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One other thing I wanted to add too was, um, we're always looking for that next deal, and it could be in the deal that you're working. Yeah, absolutely. So something that you just said about the portfolio. So I actually asked my agent. I said, "This is an estate. Do they own anything else?" He goes, "Let me check." He yes. checks. He gets back to me. Six blocks away, they own another fourplex. Done. And it's just not on the market yet. So we're going captive audience. We're just saying, hey, at least let us see it. If you hate us, you hate our number, go to market. If you yep. don't, let's at least have a conversation. I hope more people realize that. Oh, you don't know. I mean, how many landlords, when they sell something, they have more, most of them. Yeah. Right. I've done that on four deals. I, I bought have... one condo. I bought, or I bought one uh, business unit. I got five more on top of it because I asked. Yeah, the deal, the, the last deal of deck I did came from somebody who I bought this little know nothing house for. Two years later, he called me up and he goes, Do you want some more? I'm like, What do you got? Well, I have all this. I'm like, Can I take it all? Really? You want it all? Yeah, I want it all. Yeah. That's awesome. Just ask. Yeah. So yeah. again, we're doing this all day long. We have real money going at work. I'm going to be spending six figures on this. You know, Matt's down payment is over six. Dion's down payment is going to be that. So again, we are not just sitting at home doing nothing. We are trying to build our portfolios, take care of our families and uh, really trying to help all of you get started. So write better deals, do the work. Don't be that person who only does it on Saturday because you will, you will miss everything. Uh, Dion, closing thoughts as we wrap up round three. We don't need a housing crash. The people watching, you don't need a housing crash. You need to find the one person for your next deal in your area that needs to sell. And think of this as a long game. Mm. You are going to be alive in five years. Start investing like it today and you'll thank yourself. Yeah. Go ahead. And you can find me right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Uh, my live streams are Tuesdays, 4 p.m. Pacific. And Matt? I don't have anything that smart to say. Just go get it. Like literally go. just go get it. Like go doing the it. work every single day. And I mean, that deal is going to make me three G's a month. Oh. That's that'll give you goosebumps. And again, yeah. folks, once you get into this and I, for me, my story, my ADU is I could bounce around in lots of different markets. There's, there are opportunities in every market. It may not be here. It may not be there. I, you know, sometimes it's houses, sometimes it's quads, sometimes it's apartments. For me, I built an inventory of houses that could slam an ADU in. So worst case, I'll do eight to 10 ADUs. We'll, we'll see what happens. So have fun guys. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Mm -hmm.